This is episode 340 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta. Today, we've got quite the show for you. We are drawing on some of the goodness that is happening right now in the mastermind in the month of May of 2023. We are talking all about customer experience. And as our previous guest, Eddie Christian, described to us, customer experience is being on the offense and customer service is being on the defense. It was really cool. If you're a mastermind member, you want to go check that out. First, before we get into the show, I want to do a major shout out to some of you. I've been inviting you guys to call me and like, let's set up a call. The free 20 minute calls, jumpconsulting.net forward slash 20. And I've had the pleasure of speaking with a bunch of you. Through that, I learned that you're not just listening to me while you're walking dogs, driving or folding laundry. Like I usually say, Leah is getting her Bella in your business while she's in the shower, which is amazing because she's getting it however she can get it. I talked to Kristen and Kristen was digging ditches in her backyard and she had her earbuds in so that she didn't have to remember that she was doing a task that she didn't like. You guys, I love it. I love hearing where you're listening and what you're doing. So keep that coming. Shoot me an email, Bella at jumpconsulting.net. Well, today we're going to get into some, uh, some lessons learned. We recently at Jump Consulting redesigned our website and it was a total train wreck. (laughs) For any of you who have ever designed websites, you kind of expect it not to always go completely smooth because there's just too much stuff with tech that you cannot foresee. And that's okay. That's expected. What isn't expected is when you have one of the most horrible experiences with a company and things get really sideways. There is just hostility. There is lack of communication. There is blaming. There is a lack of professionality. And if you're in the mastermind, you know what I'm talking about because we talked about it in depth there. But I today am actually going to use that experience. We're going to make lemonade out of this lemons. I am going to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven different things that I want you to remember when you are doing customer experience and customer service, because this is on both ends of it. It is the defensive end and the offensive end. And when you encounter situations where the companies or your clients, I want you to remember these lessons that we learned. So the very first thing that any business should do is they should ask really good questions and the right questions. If you guys have downloaded my sales class, my phone script class, that's on the website, it's only $79. We talk a lot about that during that discovery phase. That's where we're asking all of the questions where we get to understand the client's pain points, their specific pain points. And knowing this stuff and doing the investigation and asking the right kind of questions will deter you from making mistakes in the future. Now, when it comes to the website example, we had two websites that we were merging. And for the lack of communication or lack of questions, the clients aren't going to know the right information to tell you. That's why they're hiring you. They're the expert. 
as the expert, you need to know things like how does your dog react around other dogs? How does your dog react when people they don't know come through the front door? All of these are important things to ask and to know, but at the right time during the onboarding process. The next part about that, that kind of coincides very easily with that is let your clients know what the next steps are. Manage their expectations. What do I mean by this? Oftentimes I see pet sitters fail at this because people will fill out a form on their website and then crickets. The client has no idea if they got the form. They have no idea when they're going to contact them back. And one of those will reach back to you in 24 to 48 hours is not what I'm talking about either. That is drastically hurting your sales process, but you need to let the clients know what the next step is. By doing this and by managing people's expectations, what you do is they gain trust in you. They start to know that they can follow your lead and that you truly are the expert and that all of the voices in their head can subside. Also, if they know what to expect, their anxiety will go down and they also know what steps of the process are coming up and where things are going to be appropriate. So definitely let your clients know what the next steps are. The other thing I would do if you are ever in a situation with a contractor is document everything. Now, you might think that email is enough and it's a really good start, but sometimes email threads even get really out of hand. Email is for email. It is like a full on conversation. It's a document. It's a letter back and forth. Okay. It is not a text chat. It is not something for one word answers or one sentence answers and like 26 threads deep. That is not efficient communication with your clients. That is not efficient communication with your staff or interstaff, period. Emails should be clear, concise, have good subject lines. The subject lines should change as it goes through. All of this stuff is going to help give your clients a better experience. When they want to look or recall any kind of information that they might need, when they have clear subject lines, it's easy to search for. Also internally inside of your own business. So you want to make sure that you have clear emails, clear communication, and that everything is documented so that no one can ever really come back at you and say, well, you promised this or you said this, or you can hold someone else accountable to it. A good example for this in uh, the pet industry and something I used to use in my former business before I sold it was telling people I could literally be inside my client system at that time. And someone emails me or calls me and they're like, hey, hey, Fido's food is changing from one cup to two cups. Okay. Well, I want to make sure that this actually happens. So our policy is that you have to update it because I don't want to make any mistakes or forget or anything like that to the client. It's the client's responsibility for that documentation of that specific thing. The next thing is streamlined communication. And I actually just was talking about this with one of my clients today on a coaching call. She had grasshopper for text messaging. She had precise pet care for journals. They had emails and I think they had Slack. No, there was something else for clients and it was out of control. It was causing her so many extra hours of work and you had to check four places to make sure that you didn't miss the message or you had to check four places to find out where the answer was because you didn't remember where the answer was. Y'all want to streamline communication. Less is more. I always say that this is dog walking and pet sitting. It's not rocket science. And that is not meant to minimize anything that we do in our industry, but we want to make things streamlined. We want to have one place to go. If you have a software where you have journals or client communication and app, keep everything in there. 
reserve email for your internal team or reserve email for emergencies. You know, you have to train your clients. You have to let them, again, back to that first point, you got to let them know what to expect, how to communicate with you and how to get the fastest response. By doing this, you're going to save time, which is money. And you're also going to increase your client's happiness with you and decrease their anxiety because they too aren't going to have to go around to 500 different places to figure out where you responded to them. All right. The next one is back up your staff. In situations where there are tough things, we're doing a lot of situational questions in the mastermind this month as we deal with customer experience. What would you do in this situation? How are the different ways that we could solve this? Really creatively thinking and creating processes from them. I want you to always back up your staff. Now, of course, if they did something terrible, that's an exception to the rule. But you never want to come at your staff accusatory until you gather the evidence and the facts from both sides and understand what's going on. You want them to know that you empower them. I also want you to think about like using your staff when you can't do it anymore or you are too emotional or maybe you're going through something in life and you just have to tap out or delegate Sometimes it's better to hand it off to the staff. And through that, they get to see that you trust them, that you value their opinion, that you realize that they're a valuable member of your team. And all of this is going to help solidify your company culture. It's going to add to it. It's going to build trust. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And then always, when you have these conflicts, you want to be moving towards solutions, not talking about the problem or playing the blame game or nitpicking who did what. All of this stuff unfortunately happened while we were in the process of trying to redesign our website. I have never encountered such an unprofessional company in my life. And these lessons come from that. I had to tap myself out and tap my admin assistant in to head up the project because it was becoming such a hostile environment that we had to keep going through it because of the stage we were in, we had to get to the finish line and she was quite willing and capable to jump in. She was absolutely amazing. And I think as a leader, you need to know that, but you also need to go through situations to provide a beautiful experience for people. That means always moving to solutions. It means backing up your staff. It means setting expectations. It means having streamlined communication. It means letting the buyer know what to expect, what your process is. It means asking the right questions. You have to discover and get all of the information before you start that engagement so that you know what they're going to do and you know what you're going to do and you know exactly what to expect of each other. These are all things that I want you to think about if you can improve on it anytime in your business, or maybe you're going through something right now where you really want to improve communications. You want to improve the experience of the customer. Onboarding is something where you can see a lot of this happening. Onboarding is where a lot of people lose the client. Onboarding either takes too long, there's too many steps, there's too many stops in the sales process. You really need to be looking at this from a client-centered focus. Not from yours, not from your ego. Put your ego aside. There's no room for ego in this. I want you guys to really think about how can you create great customer experiences. 
I'm trying my best to put this all in the most positive light, but they were all glaringly obvious things to me that I was so enlightened to remember that not everybody knows this. And I'm sure most of my jumpers know all of this, but I think that there's always a tidbit that you can pick up and you can say, "Mm, we could do this better. What can you do better in your business? Can you streamline things better? Can you explain to your customers the expectation? The phone script class talks a lot about that. Not only does it do the questions, but it also tells the customer, it outlines, okay, guys, this is what you can expect with me. And as I speak of this, I'm also reminded that this all is very applicable to employees as well. Your onboarding process for employees, how great is that? Like how long is it? How convoluted is it? How easy is it? I want you guys to think about how can you improve your customer experience? Now, this month in the Mastermind, we did have Eddie Christian come in. He's a former MLB player as well as a VP now for Resi, which is kind of like open table in American Express. And he came in so laser sharp and dropped so many nuggets for us. And I'm not exaggerating. It was beautiful. And then we also had Jay Bear come in. And Jay Bear is an absolute expert as well when it comes in. We got two experts this month. It was so exciting and enlightening. Our members really, really loved it. We also gave them a worksheet that they could use with their own staff or their internal. There were scenario-based questions. What would we do in this scenario? How would we solve it? And it provided a lot of great discussions internally within the companies. So there's a lot of really great things. Something someone told me today too, that I really enjoyed hearing one of our members who I recently did an intensive with in Seattle, we kind of did like our follow-up call and she named three people in the mastermind. And she said she felt so supported because other members were struggling with the same thing she was, or not maybe struggling, but overcoming. They were working on overcoming. And guys, I can't tell you how important it is to have a community. The devil is in isolation. The devil wants to isolate everybody or whatever it is that you call it in your own beliefs. And you can't isolate yourself. That's where depression starts in. That's where the negative thinking starts in. That's where you just get in this swirl and this conundrum inside of your head. And it is the killer of entrepreneurship. It really is. You got to get out of your own head. You got to have a team of people around you, supporting you, loving you, cheering you on, picking you up when you're down and knowing you for long-term. There's long-term relationships in the mastermind through the accountability partners, through people just helping each other. And I really, really encourage you. If you're trying to figure out how do I get involved with Jump, that's definitely one of the very first starts. Get in there, understand the culture of jump consulting, understand the things that I say on this podcast all the time that I believe that your business should be an asset. You should not be a slave to it. You should have a social life, should you choose. You should have time and financial freedom. You should have a savings account and a business savings account. You should be able to go on vacation and spend the holidays with your friends and family. And you should be able to have a steady flow of clients and customers. I know that might sound like a magical unicorn to some of you out there. And I get it because I've been exactly where you are. I've been those nights where I used to lay awake at night and think, oh my gosh, if I had just one person call in sick or tell me they didn't want to work for me anymore, I'd be screwed. I remember how that feels. I also know systematically how to solve it. And I know that systematically solving it is not the problem. It's always your mindset. 
And the best thing to do is to water your mindset on a daily and weekly basis. So I, in- I invite you come in the mastermind, jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. Come join us. But as I close here, I want you to think about how can you keep improving your customer experience, be on the offensive before there's a problem. How can you be successful in this? Which of these tips of ask the right questions, letting clients know what the next steps are, documenting everything, streamline communication, expectations, backing up your staff, moving to solutions, Which of those can you do? I just thought of one more last example that I'm going to give to you before we go. And that is under the documentation, everything that also looks like, hey, Molly, I'm so glad that we had that phone call today. I was just following up and writing, make sure we're on the same page or just following up and writing so that when I've got too much fur falling around in my head, I still have this to fall back on. And you just reiterate what you said. You know, I got your message. I understand X, Y, Z and ABC will happen. Those are great ways that you can also provide good documentation, good trust building, because it's all in writing. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, and don't forget to reach out if you want to, you know, get on a call with me. I'd love to meet you. Jumpconsulting.net forward slash 20. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.